Good to see all of you guys on. I know it's a bit of a public holiday for many of my listeners, of the listeners, but um, for some of us, if we're in QLD, well, some of us are doing something today. Good to see uh, you guys on. Bit of a shout-out there to Luke, Aaron, Simon, Ben, Kelly. Yeah, good. All right, the audio's back. Hey, great to see you guys. Uh, Took a little bit of time out last week to hang out with my youngest son uh, at school camp. Well, that was interesting. It was fun. It's great to have uh, the opportunity to spend some time with your kids one-on-one. There you go. But uh, welcome, folks, to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see all of you guys here. Anybody who's new to the show, well, uh, you probably should know who I am. But if you don't, that's my name there, Jason Whitten. Been property investing well over 20 years and uh, coaching property investors, maybe just like you, uh, over 18, across Australia and New Zealand. And along the way, we've done a few things. We've uh, we've helped clients buy many, 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 many thousands uh, of pieces of real estate, bought many properties uh, myself, and uh, <clears throat> along the way, learnt one or two things. And each morning, uh, you and me, if you're into it, passionate property investors, mad, uh, mad investors, we get together and have a chat. I call it a wealth coffee chat about, about real estate, about the idea that real estate investing uh, is a marathon, not a sprint. It is something that you and I need to understand is not a get-rich-quick scheme. If you're here, you're wandering by and you're saying, oh, what's this about? I'm into wealth and you know what? I want one-minute wealth, six-minute abs, (laughs) five-minute abs. Uh, This is not the show for you, so move on, move on. If you're here for Get Rich Quick, rack off because property is not a Get Rich Quick scheme, never has been, never will be. Anyone who tells you that is full of rubbish. Well, full of shit anyway. Anyway, there you go. Little little momentary rant um, this morning and um, there you go. Good to see you, Ben, on deck. Everyone's ready to go. Hey, let's talk about supply today in the marketplace. Tomorrow night, uh, for those in our mentoring program, big shout out to you guys who are in our coaching and mentoring program. We have Dr. Andrew Wilson coming along to do uh, State of the Nation, a bit of a brief on what is going on, a deep dive into the stats and the marketplace. You, m- you must not miss that one. It's going to be an absolute cracker, absolute cracker. And for those for those who are in our, uh, in our Facebook groups, uh, you'll get an invite, one invite, one time, one chance to come along to just uh, Andrew's presentation. We've got heaps of other stuff we do on the night, uh, exclusive uh, deals and uh, other teaching and training, but um, you might get an invite to that too. So keep an eye out for it. Hey, let's talk about the idea of supply and um, is supply, what do you guys reckon? What's the big kahuna? What's the What's the thing? What what's the thing? If there if there was one if if there was one ring to rule them all when it comes to the drivers, the drivers of real estate value, and you know let's talk about this today. Let's talk about the idea that real estate value is not is is not uh, only limited to capital growth. I think capital growth is, to be honest, fool's gold. And some people look at me strangely. Oh, I don't, you know, what about your wealth? Do you want your properties to grow? Yes, I do, absolutely. Uh, but it is not the measure of a successful property portfolio. <clears throat> Certainly not in the early days. 
certainly not in the early days. The idea that we can recycle equity and continue to grow and buy more properties, that's uh, part of the point. But tell me in the chat if you guys are sitting there going, all right, what's the today about? What, what do you think the big kahuna might be? Or would there be one ring to rule them all when it comes to the drivers? Remember, we've got interest rates, we've got supply and demand, we've got uh, uh, population, we've got politics, we've got um, infrastructure, uh, we've got um, uh, the economics of the country. Like, which, <clears throat> which driver do you guys think? Chuck it in the chat there for me. Which one do you think might be one of the bigger ones? And it's, it's connected to one, actually. So it's kind of a trick question. I'm setting you up here, but put it in the chat for me right now. Which one would be the big one? Family's perception, close to infrastructure, yeah, okay. Yeah. Land availability, so supply. And uh, Nikhil, yeah, um, supply is what we're going to talk about today. I think supply is a massive one, probably be up there, um, and depends on the supply of, of what we're talking about. But supply of land, yes, but what supply, if we can't get access to this stuff, what happens? It happened in 2017. Um, it happened in 2017. What happened in 2017 to us as property investors? Uh, tell me that in the chat while I have another little coffee. What happened to us? Who got involved? Who messed with our mojo, folks? Uh, who messed with our mojo? What happened in the GFC? Who messed with our mojo when it came to availability supply of this thing. Tell me that in the chat. What do you guys think? Can you remember? Did it affect you? It affected me. It affected a lot of my clients. I can tell you that one. Yeah. Abra. Those meddly buggers. Getting involved. Oh, hang on. You know what I haven't done? Well, a few days off and I'm off the pace on my tech team. Um, but anyway, you know, this is live television. We can roll with it. Let's see how we go here. It should pop up any minute now. There we go. There you go. Voila. <laughs> APRA, APRA, APRA. Yep, absolutely. APRA, the, the supply of money, the supply of credit, folks, is the number one. It is the one, it's the one ring to rule them all. If we can't get access to credit, the, the borrowing world, the ability for us to buy and pay a certain amount of money for a certain property gets affected. And right now, we've got interest rates slowly but surely going up. I don't think that's a big deal. Everyone's carrying on like a bunch of pork chops. Listen, even at 4%, money is dirt cheap, so cheap. Um, get over yourself. <laughs> and I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. Right now, um, money is cheap. And over the next few years, it'll go from like 25 to 3% to 4%. That's what's going to happen. Um, don't miss the opportunity in all of this, though. So let's talk supply. Um, and we're looking at right now, there's a couple of stats right here that I've got for you uh, that we're going to share more tomorrow night. So I'm not going to give it all away. But check this out. Check out what's going on right now. This, this is the medium density marketplace down in Melbourne. You know, I put in I put in that I put in the uh, description check out how low the supply of medium density medium density housing is the only housing you can you can oversupply folks right the, you know houses land land and houses really gets managed extremely well uh, and it doesn't get um, oversupplied by any stretch of imagination but you know at the end of the day 
supply matters. Right now, we have significant, significant undersupply in the marketplace. And really, this 10-year average right here, if you have a look at the last few years, it's been down, 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 like the prices that, I don't know, came out or Target or whatever. The difference, that's an 80% down in supply in Melbourne right now. Now, I'm a big fan of Melbourne. I think it got beat up pretty significantly in the uh, in the lockdowns. Um, but supply right now of this, this uh, city is under massive pressure. Come over and have a look at Brisbane. Brisbane hasn't been too bad, but the last few years, again, still quite undersupplied. We had a good supply of apartments up in Brisbane. A lot of people are afraid of a supply, uh, and um, I like a good supply market because what happens when things are supplied or over the long-term averages, you can have this concept called the proximity for profit, all right? Oh, hang on. The proximity for profit. Now, tell me, anyone know what proximity for profit mean in, in the chat there? The proximity of profit is your ability to buy a property in a location that you wouldn't uh, normally be able to do so. And uh, when you have supply, that makes all the difference when it comes to the ability for us to purchase properties. Now, in, uh, in those years, sort of 15, 16, 17, because that's when the su- supply sort of came through, um, we were able to purchase amazing bits of real estate within that one to 5K radius of the CBD. And we were able to purchase in Brisbane, we were able to purchase housing within that 15 to 20 kilometres of the CBD ring. Um, in 2017 and 18, we were doing houses in uh, Pallara for 450. 450. You know what they're worth now? Anyone know what houses in Pallara in Brisbane are worth now? This is a bit localized anyway for Queenslanders. 750 to 850. All right. Um, anyway, so we've got an undersupply here also, massive undersupply. And right now, tonight, uh, tomorrow night, you'll see when Andrew Wilson comes through and talks about the supply. So what else What else is in the way of our supply chain right now? What else is going on when it comes to the supply of real estate? Well, I can tell you right now, not only new real estate is, is affected, not coming to market for, for, for investors, for uh, owner-occupiers or renters, that is very that is down a long long way new property is significantly reduced but right now we have we have a significant folks significant downturn in the listing of existing real estate for sale in Australia significantly down have a look at brisbane adelaide perth all right uh, Canberra's back up a little bit, and this is compared to last year, and last year was pretty pretty low as well. You have a look at the regionals. The regionals are in bloody all sorts, right? There's not, and and the regionals are worse because there's no supply out there ever, anyway, right? There's no supply there anyway. Um, it can be a bit um, misleading, you know. Twenty properties listed, and now there's only ten properties listed compared to last year. You know, the volume there, those can be a little bit misleading, those stats. But have a look at these ones, folks. Have a look at that, would you? 
Look at that. Down, down, down. Melbourne, again, significantly undersupplied when it comes to uh, the, the production of real estate and, and undersupplied or less listings than there was a year ago. And uh, that's not going to get much better, ladies and gents. So supply is a challenge. New supply is a challenge. Existing supply is a challenge for us and the marketplace when it comes to where we're at right now. And if you have a look at trying to supply, let's say we're going to try and supply more properties to the market, well, um, what's happening to our cost of housing? Cost of housing has significantly increased. All right, you have a look at this, kind of used to cost us about, you know, 320 to 340 for a nice house. And now that's gone up, you know, close to $80,000. Call it 80 to 100K. All right. So, supply, time frames, um, construction, uh, costings. What else is being constrained in the supply, our supply chain when it comes to the real estate world? Well, let's look at this. We've got the lowest unemployment rate since we've had since 1974, folks. All right. So, which is great news. People have got jobs, which is exactly what we need in this country. We need people to be uh, happy, uh, productive, earning money. Uh, you know, that's what we need. Uh, the challenge is they've, a lot of people don't have anywhere to move to or live. Um, but ultimately, all of this undersupply stuff, tell me. All this undersupply stuff, undersupply of new real estate, undersupply of existing real estate being sold or available to market, um, uh, construction costs going up, which means undersupply of materials, uh, not enough people to build the thing, so undersupply of people. What are all of those undersupplies leading to right now uh, in the market? Tell me right now in the chat, folks, uh, there has been a softening, a softening of capital growth progression, which is completely 100% normal. Listen, just because we're not getting, you know, 10% growth this year again after three years in a row of 10% growth, everyone's going, oh, the sky's falling. What a bunch of rubbish. It's normal, right? It overshoots and it compresses a little bit. Settles down, runs again. Absolutely normal. But what's going now? Yep. Real estate, like you said, Luke, when there's uncertainty in the market, people go into uh, go into um, real estate as well. But what what is what will when it comes to our neck of the woods as property investors? What is going to be uh, significantly stimulated and go up in the next uh, two to five years? I think. I've talked about this before. We are right in the middle of a massive what boom. It's it's on like Donkey Kong, and it'll be completely irrelevant. The interest rate rises. This is our. This is how we deal with those. It doesn't matter to us as property investors. Owner occupiers, yes. If you are stretched, if you couldn't afford it in the first place, which you wouldn't have got the loan unless you lied, um, or your circumstances have changed. Rents up. Boom, Ben. Rents team are going up like just there's no tomorrow. There's no supply. There is there is no supply in the marketplace and rents are up, 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 up. 
Look at this. You know, five, six, seven, nine percent. So Sydney right now, Sydney's values might be flattening out. Not values, but capital growth. Look, it, look listen, we've had progression, and then it's going flat. So what? Who cares? Whatever. Like at the end of the day, you know, things might soften a little bit. You know, something that was someone would have paid. million because they thought they were going to miss out and they should never have paid 2.2 because that was ludicrous. You know, they might pay 1.94 or 2.4. Who cares? In the long run, owner-occupier values like that, it doesn't matter. If you're an investor, uh, you know, buying something for 2.2 and renting it for a 1.8 rental yield, well, that's ludicrous as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, there you go. Yes, and... Population immigration boom. It is coming, folks. It's on its way. The government, as they always are, are pretty useless when it comes to um, getting stuff together. But there's hundreds of thousands of applications to enter the country. Over 600,000 students, folks, are uh, uh, earmarked to come back into the country they're going to land in Melbourne, by the way. Majority of those go to Melbourne and Sydney. It's 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 going to be an interesting time. But rents are up. Let's say values are slowing down or getting flatter, but rents are going up. Team, this is this is what we want as property investors. Ultimately, we want our rents to increase as we go. And look at the vacancy rates here. Check it out. There's only there's only two cities in Australia which is Melbourne and Sydney, by the way, that are over 1%. Everything else is under a percent. Now, for those of you who don't get this, and like I just, um, <laughs> under a percent vacancy rate is ludicrous. There's nothing to rent. There's n- people are sleeping in their cars. That, that only happened in mining towns in the mining boom, team. That's happening in our capital cities. And... Melbourne and Sydney aren't too far away from that, ladies and gents, folks. Let me tell you, like it is ludicrous what is going on when it comes to our vacancy rates, okay? And we've got no supply in sight. Yes, yes, yes. The cost of money is going up, not the access to money. And so this is what we've got to know. This is what we've got to know, folks. The cost of money is going up. That wigs people out. It'll only wig them out for a, a minute or two, and then they'll go, well, the world didn't end. Yeah, no shit, Dick Tracy. world doesn't end in that way. Every time, GFC, APRA, mining booms, or busts, whatever, it doesn't end. It changes, and for smart property investors, we need to understand what and how it might change and how it might affect us. Let's be real. We need to be smart about what we do. Good buffers, be in position for the next deal, whatever that might be. So anyway, there you go. <clears throat> the supply conversation. It's in our favour if you're a property investor, okay? And it's in our favour because it all points to us being able to increase our rents. Something else that's going on, if you've got equity out there, you should be equity locking. I might do that tomorrow or the next day for um one of my Wealth Coffee Chats. But for today, ladies and gents, Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Supply is in our favour right now. If there's something that uh, you want me to cover in one of my morning Wealth Coffee Chats, let me know. Give us a shout-out in the chat. 
But uh, other than that, folks, done and dusted. Hope you're all well, staying warm wherever you are. And remember, this thing is a marathon, not a sprint. And the idea as a property investor is to buy something very well and don't sell. I've changed my tune a smidgen. Strategically sell if required, transforming that value into a tax-free environment. That's an interesting trick. Well, it's not a trick. It's actually following the rules. There you go. Anyway, I'm rabbiting on. You guys be awesome. Join us tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. And tomorrow night, folks, it's not tonight, by the way, mentoring. It's next. It's Tuesday. Don't miss out. Andrew Wilson's going to give us the lowdown on all the data and the stats in the marketplace. There you go. I'm done. Adios, team. Be good. Be well. See you tomorrow. 